audio. Potatoes. <laughs> That's what, what we have working with here tonight at Rec. Babushka says, use more potatoes. <laughs> In light of the recent cinematic incursion, this Council of Nations has convened to approve the activation of the Retcon Project. You have been chosen to lead this initiative, to oversee the first and last line of defense. Your efforts will have considerable influence on the multiverse's future. We urge you to keep that in mind as you proceed. Good luck. Better, a little better. A little better. Yeah, what I'm gonna be able to see you now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it can't be any worse than those SAT bastions that we had a couple episodes ago. Those are true. Those are oh true. Oh my god. All right, so if you don't Run. mind, I'm gonna take us in tonight. Go for I'm it. Take us in tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the Retcon Project here at the East Sound Studios in Uptown Whittier, California. Yeah, I'll give you a pass on that. E Tech Sound Studio, whatever. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> It's fine. We have a few different names for a varying number of places where we record. Just to keep it all a mystery, even though we just went live like literally a second ago. Be like, wow, that guy's room. We is were a in mess. a blue room. Nobody knows where this is. We're fine. Blue room. Yeah. All right. All right. So well, we, we have a few things on the agenda today. Just a couple. And yeah. uh, unfortunately, Mr. Nick Moreno was not able to make it tonight. Uh, family, uh, some family issues. Props to uh, you, Nick. Yeah, we're there we go, buddy. Don't Wish worry. Here. Taking care of the family. Pour so, one out for Nick. There we go. So, uh, it's just me and Lou tonight. So, we're going to go What's back up? to the original two. Uh, so. Dimming the lights a little. Yeah, there we go. Speaking of. We're going to go We're gonna go back to me. just me and you, bud. Um, so, let's see. What do we have here? We have a <laughs> few different things. My brother-in-law just got his little, uh, little parking pass thing. I'm going <laughs> to ask him if it came with the packing peanut. <laughs> Did you get a packing peanut? I know. Always ask for the packing peanut. So let's see. So since we have last convened, uh, we are now eight days away from Endgame. Eight days. Eight days away from Endgame. Wow. As of next week, Friday. That is. We're insane. gonna wrap up ten years worth of films. So that sounds pretty good. We'll be back to you almost immediately that <laughs> week <laughs> to see uh, to see thoughts and feelings and reviews and who's alive and who isn't alive or and, what is going on and what exactly is happening here. Yeah. So, um, so just on the lighter side of notes, let's go ahead and start here. Okay. Uh, we are getting a uh, as of recently, there's been more and more castings coming out for the Eternals movie. And if you do not know who the Eternals are, like Lou is giving me this strange face no, over no, here. I, 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 I've heard of it, but I was like, I only heard of one person being casted. Uh, there's a, actually a few people who have been oh. casted, and Angelina Jolie is one of them. So uh, we will see how this goes. Uh, but for those of you who do not know who the Eternals are, this is just a basic little quim <laughs> <laughs> uh, of what they are, because I don't know too much about them. All I know is that there's kind of a hierarchy as you go through the Marvel Universe, and especially when it comes to uh, more of the deity level yeah, type people. Cosmics, so, right? Yeah, the more of the like cosmic beings. You know, you kind of have your, you have your, uh, basically like your one above all who is essentially your creator, and then you have the celestial. You mean like God? Yeah, I kind of like Stanley you know, himself? Stanley himself. <laughs> I'm still trying to figure out who Mephisto is. <laughs> I mean, technically, he's the devil in the Marvel Universe. So, uh, just as the person being based on, <laughs> I want to know who he is. Um, 
And then you have the Celestials, and then you go down, and then you have the Eternals, and then, you know, so on and so forth. So, uh, basically, and I was thinking about it today at work, what we have here is possibly, and a theory coming from me, is that this could be the way to set up the X-Men coming in to the MCU. Really? So, in the original storyline, the Eternals basically came to Earth they mutated human genes, left them here to incubate, and left. Oh. <laughs> so then they're like, okay, let's see what happens. And later on down the line, they come back and like, this shouldn't have worked. <laughs> and, and it ended up working. Oh, so basically it's the premise for Fallout. Basically. The game. <laughs> let's just open a couple of vaults and let nuclear exactly. radiation seep through. What's the worst that can happen? Nothing's going to happen. <laughs> so that's basically what it is. That's basically the idea of the storyline. And if they're going to go in that direction, then they can introduce, maybe within the next three to five years, they probably start bringing X-Men into the MCU. After the Eternals movie, which is... What Kevin Feige says is that they're going to go in a more cosmic route this time, that it's going to be more space-orientated. So that is going to be something that's going to be pretty interesting to see. I feel see. like Guardians of the Galaxy is pretty space-oriented. Oh, oh, of course. But now it's more or less just like, what, what else is going to be out there? Like, we are so far into a realm that we know very little bit. It's basically like the ocean. You know, we know 5% of what's in there yeah. and 95% of what we don't know. You know, it's just one of those things. So now we have to start, you know, and with more characters being introduced, especially within the next coming, you know, this next coming phase, phase four, phase five, uh, we're going to see a lot of newer characters that you may not have seen before. Uh, you know, you're going to start looking at your... Uh, the your uh, uh let's see you can go the living tribunal which has already been referenced in doctor strange yeah <laughs> that was pretty interesting i completely forgot about that line and then i was watching a video on youtube where uh they showed that clip of doctor strange walking through and then the, uh, being shown around stuff and he's just like oh this is the staff of the living tribunal holy crap they're here <laughs> let's just gloss this <laughs> yeah over. we're just gonna go right over that one really quick so you know, we have, you know, put the possibility of seeing, you know, I just realized Silver Surfer, Galactus, all this other stuff. What were you going to say? No, I just realized they gave Howard the Duck more exposure. Oh, yeah. Howard the staff. Duck had more green, <laughs> screen time than that staff. You know, so especially being one of the most, like, all-time powerful beings in the Marvel yeah. Universe, they're just going to like, and this is that. <laughs> like, that's it. So, uh, we do have that coming up. Um, Disney Plus is launching. Yeah. So, all of the movies Ooh. from Netflix and everything is going over to Disney Plus now. Except not because... Why is that? Well, okay. There is a freeze clause, apparently. Oh, but, is there? Yeah. So, two, it's, all right. So, this is basically nail in the coffin for Daredevil as we knew it. Ah, okay. Daredevil, Luke Cage, The Punisher, yeah. Jessica Jones, all of them. So... Now that Disney or now that Marvel and Disney discontinued their contract with Netflix, they pulled their the, those top shows. Right. They Netflix's clause says you cannot do anything new with these for two years. Oh gosh! So we're not seeing Daredevil. We're or not seeing for at least the next Charlie year. Cox as Daredevil <laughs> or John Bernthal as, as Daredevil Punisher. as Punisher Punisher, unless they bring them back. But in two years' time. They're gonna have to restart the clock on it. I don't know. I don't think we'll so. see what happens. We, uh, it was brilliant 
for the time we had it. And oh, I'm yeah. Thankful that we did. So yes. props to the Netflix team, to Charlie Cox, to John Bernthal. John Bernthal. Everybody who was involved, basically, you know. Luke, well, no, not Luke. You know, who played Luke Cage? His name was his name. Coulter. Oh, what's his first name? I want to say John. No, it ain't. I'm not sure. It's not coming John to blank. Ah, he got three peanuts. <laughs> <laughs> what? I got one. <laughs> so, you know, it's, uh, man, I didn't know about that clause. That kind of sucks. Yeah. Yeah. So, so they literally cannot do anything with the characters. Nope. Just as far as TV goes or as big screen to stuff my understanding, goes. there cannot be new media published about them. Oh, not so much media. I mean, you could do comic book runs. Yeah. But as far as it goes for, like, motion picture type. Oh, man, that sucks. Yeah. Because I was so hoping that there was going to be, like, a uh, some we, type of we cameo. We all were. <laughs> we all were. But that's not the case. At which case, all right, Disney, how deep are your pocketbooks? Oh, deep. Break the clause. Very, Pay the very fine. deep. Who cares? I mean, okay, let's look at this. Let's look at this statistically. Is it a good idea for Disney to do that? Would just be like, hey, look, you know what? How many zeros do you want at the end of this check to get these people out of here? I feel like Netflix can run that number up to the point of absurdity. They could. And to the point where Disney's just like, you know what? No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they've 86 things for less, okay? <laughs> it's true. Yeah. It's true. Look at Tron. Oh, my I God. am bitter about that. I mean, you even look at, look at, the, look at Wolverine. That's what they did. They killed him off in the comic books. Well, that's... I mean, yeah. They killed him off in the comic books just due to the fact that... Uh, who was it? Fox? No, not... Uh, who had the movie rights to... Who had the movie rights to X-Men? Fox. Fox. Yeah, yeah. The Fox would, Luke, yeah, <laughs> wouldn't was, give the rights back to him, so... Well, that's they what, killed him off in the comics. Whole thing with, uh, that was the whole thing with the Inhumans. They're like, all right, yeah. you know what? We're just gonna we're just gonna overhaul X-Men here. Call them the Inhumans. Yeah. Flopped. It was like, all right, maybe we should really consider this deal exactly. with Fox. Oh, and they, they bought they really considered it. <laughs> yeah, they bought him. <laughs> oh, my God. I cannot <laughs> believe that. Oh, do you, did, we get, did we talk about a final number for this? I don't think we went over this. I think we did. I know we. we, we there was I everything think we, leading no, up to it. No, we discussed it. I think via text. Oh, okay. All yeah. Right. I don't so think we that's right. We were this. talking about it over text message, uh, and then the last couple of weeks just have gone by, and okay. we haven't been able to get yeah. together. I, I, I became like a CPA for, for this thing. <laughs> I went in there, you know, just guns a blazing. Oh my gosh! I'm like, you want to know how bad of an idea this is? Let me just let the numbers explain, okay? <laughs> Oh man, I don't even know how long ago it was. It was a couple weeks ago because oh, I know geez. we were going to try and talk about it on Recon and then we kind of glossed over it with another mega issue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or did we talk about it in one of the... No, we didn't. Not we never any... we never got the final number because the deal wasn't going to go through until the end of March. No, it already secured for like 40 billion or no, something. No, it was like 73. That. Oh, was it? The number at the end of the day, at the end of the day was seventy three billion dollars to acquire though for the acquisition of Fox. I really have no idea where what I did with this, man. That was a lot of numbers too. Oh, I know. We were, we were going over numbers like crazy that day. What was it? It was just like add add add. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> oh my gosh. I Nick, can't. thank you for the IG post, by the I way. I can't, man. <laughs> I saw that and I was like, oh my god. <laughs> no, I just thought of another Christian meme the other day. It'd be like, it'd be like Jesus says, it's like, ye who's without sin, cast the first stone. And then following the format, nobody, Mary, ye. <laughs> oh no. Oh no. <laughs> We're going to burn for that one. I mean, it's accurate. It's accurate. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, um, yes, acquisition of Fox. And as we were discussing this, we were doing the numbers and everything that they had. They own 60% of Hulu now, which is another big deal. And it's like shared between Fox, Comcast, and AT&T. Something like that. Yeah. And 60% of it is Disney Disney, by itself. Uh-huh. So this is going to be something that's going to be interesting to see. Like, I mean, if they're not going to do, if they're not going to do after the two year lapse over with Netflix, and they don't want to put the more brutal shows, which would be Daredevil and Punisher, on their Disney Plus service, they can always start streaming it through Hulu. Right. They can always Ooh. do it through Hulu. I always thought that. Yeah, maybe. Um, I wouldn't see why not. What What else would they do? Just put a put it under their Marvel section at Disney Plus. Maybe. Yeah. Because I don't think. Yeah, they're not probably not going to be doing like any sort of. Oh, this is so weird. I can't find it. Don't worry about it. Oh, <laughs> uh, all that in-depth analysis. I know. <sighs> all right. Was it on? Was it? Wait. Was it over? Was it over text message or was it on Instagram? I checked both. Oh, okay. I can't find. Well, we can't it. <laughs> I don't know what happened to well, it. We're not going to worry about it. All uh, right. All right. Uh, what was it through email? No, anyways. No. Um, no, <laughs> I know so, for a fact it was three mil. You know, I remember it broke down to like, yeah, some absorbent amount. Oh, yeah, it was a crazy it's amount. It's like $71 billion. And I, and I remember dig, like, digging more into it. It's like you realize the M- the 10 years of MCU that we've got netted only what? I think I calculated it like $11 billion or yeah. something like that. You mean to tell me <laughs> that we have that Disney has to hit blockbusters to recover that ROI? It's not gonna be. It's not. It's not undoable. It's not. Impo- look, look, it's not impossible. Is what I'm gonna say. We got Star Wars Episode Eight. Uh, okay, we yeah. got. We got. Um. Oh, what was it? Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. We got. Um. What other one was just kind of terrible? That I didn't really care for. Iron Man 3. Iron Man 3, yeah. Uh, I mean, Ca- we could even Captain say Marvel. Captain Marvel kind yeah. of felt with a thud. Yeah. Um, you need more Avengers type of blockbuster, more Black Panther type of blockbusters oh, yeah. to recover your ROI in a sufficient amount of time. Well, we're going to see it. Well, well, and that's why what we're going to see is because now what you've invested in is basically the other half of your universe. Yeah, and well, even I, even if it took a, even if it took them the next seven to eight years to get that ROI, no, no, mm-mm. they're not even gonna they're not gonna realize this for the next forty years. That they would be in that that they'd be a, they they wrote that many zeros at the end, and you have to think about it. It's not just Disney owns that. Yeah, and about a thousand other things too. It's not like they're not they don't have a cash infusion. I'm just saying, like to cover, like to recover the cost of that investment is going to take them a lot longer. Even though their portfolio, like, has expanded 
exponentially. Oh, yeah. Completely. Yeah. It's like, how are they going to treat it? Look at what happened to Star Wars. Granted, of course, they only paid George Lucas $4 billion for yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Which was... Nothing? Yeah. That's dirt cheap for yeah, what this franchise so, is. Yeah, and so, I mean, and then take a look at what they did with it. Well, did they pay $4 billion for for Lucasfilms? No, they paid for Star Wars. Just Lucas, $4 billion. Lucasfilms Lu- was a completely different acquisition. Lucasfilms is a different, I think, no, Lucasfilms was a part of the acquisition, meaning that Indiana Jones, I think, is still Indiana working. Jones would still be over there. But LucasArts was dissolved up until recently. Right. And thank and God no for that. Yeah. <laughs> thank God for that. Take We're a just seat. Go ahead and shut Take this down right now. Several seats, EA. Yeah, but I'm really pulling for that new game. Just saying. Oh yeah, yeah me too. Anyway, I saw, finally saw the trailer for yeah. it. And I'm like, okay. The maybe. guy who played Joker on Gotham is the main character. Oh, he's the. Did he rotoscope it, or did he do the? Yeah, he's mocap. They they, they mocap him. That's him. Oh, all right. So, well, let's see can how someone please watch explain them at all? So, yeah. Well, I I only keep a track of it. Like I get posts every now and then. Oh, Apparently, right. he does a pretty good job. From what I hear, but yeah. I mean, like he's like he like he's doing like the whole like face like face stitched on kind of thing. Like that le- was le- uh, like that was face. that was okay. I mean, I don't know. I feel like I it's too it, Gotham for me is too much team all over team. the place. Yeah, it's just they just grabbed characters and threw them into a show. Mm-hmm. They didn't sit down and be like, okay, we could do this here and this here and this here and this there. No, they didn't do any of that. They just okay, well, we want the Joker, we want you know, we want this, we want that, we kinda, want Catwoman, kinda, we want kind of like Gordon, all the and Gordon's are early years. Who gives a crap about Gordon's early years? Nobody. We're getting a Pennyworth movie. Exactly. I mean, so... yeah. I mean, well, I mean, even then. Alfred <laughs> is a slightly more interesting character than I would think James Gordon because I feel like they're more I feel like okay yeah I see what you mean but I feel like they're both pivotal to Batman's development but only Gordon in his later years what was so pivotal about him in his younger years that would they needed him to be what was so pivotal about the Wayne Manor Butler that it was that but he essentially raised Bruce well, yeah, but I mean, like at a young age, yeah, I get it. He was part of MI six. Yeah, or no, MI five. MI six doesn't exist. <laughs> MI five. He was he was Brit. He was British intel. Or yeah. Uh, yeah, British intel, which was automatically makes way more of an interesting story than. So then, why didn't we see him in action, kind of like how we saw? Do you remember going back to Angelina Jolie? <laughs> you remember the first Tomb Raider, her butler? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. He just like the, the palace comes under assault. He just calmly walks to the armory, pulls out a twelve gauge, and just, and just starts going go off. I'm just like, what? The butler? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, I, I, okay, I guess we get to see that for Alfred now. Yeah, but oh, they should do a crossover with the Man from Uncle. <laughs> uh, but where were we going with this so yeah star wars roi yes um, Return of, yeah what's up with the joker reprising roles in star wars <sighs> are we gonna get joaquin phoenix probably joaquin phoenix jo- decided Jared to make Leto it in, you know, like some mystery character all right do we want do you just want to jump into the star wars thing now because we're here or do you want to say otherwise long story short they're going to take some time to recover that it's going to take some time to recover i don't think it's going to take as long as you say it's going to take to recover and the long end i'm guessing maybe 10 to 12 i'm saying 20 i'm saying 10 to 12 with uh consider with, with at the pace that they're going with how they're developing these movies like i said it took them 10 years to give us infinity war that we're hyped about endgame 
Sorry. <laughs> Endgame. Infinity War and Endgame. My, my point's still valid. Yeah. The I feel like you're starting from ground zero. Basically. You're gonna get you're gonna get conflicts with the fact that who is this Wolverine? Because I'm pretty sure Hugh Jackman's not gonna come back. No, Hugh Jackman isn't come back. Actually, Disney prob- is actually actively looking for somebody to replace him. A younger one, right? And a younger one at that too. It's already gonna be grinding gears. I for starters, we got introduced to X twenty three. Yeah. That was an interesting all right, what are we gonna see with this? Nothing. No, now it's that, not now it probably won't that, go that, anywhere. that little girl? Ah, forget it. She she gone. She's yeah. old news now. And like it's kinda like now what? The only saving grace out of all this? Deadpool is staying the same. Yeah, the Kevin Feige says that they're not changing. So Deadpool the only way they could possibly reunite all this is if they introduce Deadpool into this, which will be an interesting turn. Well, the funny thing about it was is that so I read someplace I read someplace I, I, I think it was I want to say it was on comicbook.com where they were talking about now since in Endgame it's going to be Stanley's last cameo right what are we going to do and somebody has suggested have Deadpool Deadpool take over his cameos and I was on board fully with that and I was like yes make it happen I don't care what we got to do. Even if it's Ryan Reynolds in the mask by himself, I don't care. Or I just, be yeah, just be Ryan Reynolds. Or just be himself. Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> that would be great. Oh you know. So I mean, the other half of this too is that we have to. You have to realize. You have to realize that there are two other teams out there that have hardcore fan bases, and that is X Men and Fantastic Four. Yeah. Those by themselves will massively draw people. Because one, we have gotten garbage Fantastic Four movies. As of only recently within the last I want to say 6 years, we've gotten good uh we've gotten good X-Men movies. I think the first really decent X-Men movie I saw was Days of Future Past. Yeah. And then Logan. Yeah. You know, Logan all the other ones were kind of like first class. Yeah. Uh. Mm, Eh, I was bored. A soft boot. A oh soft yeah, reboot. A soft reboot of what everything. And was the Days of Future Past literally just eighty six everything. Everything. That we knew. The, yeah. The, the what was it? The Brian Singer versions. Yeah. God. Gone. No. No longer. No longer apparent. Can you believe it? I just realized this. Brian Singer did uh, Unusual Suspects. Hmm. So how do you go from Unusual Suspects <laughs> to the X Men trilogy? <laughs> Who knows? Talk about a fall from grace, right? <laughs> <laughs> so I mean. And especially with Fantastic Four, like, you have such a lure there. Yeah. On so many levels. Mm-hmm. Like, as far as, like, even Doctor Doom by himself. Oh, my gosh. I'm waiting for that. Like, exactly. well, where are they going to do that? Like, I think the only good justice. thing to come out of Fantastic Four was Doctor Doom. That the was it. The richest billionaire. Yeah, exactly. The richest super, super villain, mm-hmm. which has Tony Stark and kingpin and literally everyone else. what i remember seeing a metric like his theoretical yeah. worth was like 70 billion dollars something like that yeah and i'm just like you mean to tell me that he no apple's one trillion not anymore <laughs> but still like 70 billion i think oscorp came in at like 40 billion or something yeah like something that. like that Osborne and then billion. stark industries was like right underneath it yeah the, uh... which okay how do you have a high pro all right so this is where logic breaks down okay where have they been Exactly. See, that's the part where people are going to... Like, how do you feel fill this gap 
over the last 10 years. Like, where have you guys been this entire time? And I would have been thinking about it and racking my brain you know, there like are crazy. There planets out there. That That's stupid. Don't like even you. bother with that. That was her. No, her performance. Need she needs to go. <laughs> like I can't. I can't do Brie Larson. After I saw you didn't have me that last time. Shut up. <laughs> we didn't need you this entire time. You are completely here. I think by default. There is no reason for you whatsoever. Like seriously, I could care less if you're here. It, it, the, what what does she contribute to anything? She contributes nothing. She's got firepower. Maybe whatever. She turns super saiyan every now and then. No, she it, doesn't contribute anything to to the story. They needed another strong female lead because Wonder Woman's coming out in the next year and a half, and they needed something to compete with it. Whatever. Who cares? Now we have a Black Widow movie that's slated, and they're already casting for that. Yeah. So, okay, cool. Now you have Natasha Romanoff as, you know, another strong female lead. Awesome. Build off of what you have already. Okay? What would they go after, though? You can do it. You can do... Uh, if you want to know what would have been pretty awesome... What's her name? Cool. God, what was... What's Fury's assistant's name? Uh, Maria Hill. There we go. Yeah, Maria Hill ran S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. For the longest time after Nick Fury died in... Uh, in the comics. Where was she through in... Was she in Captain Marvel? No. She was not in Captain Marvel. Remember, they're dead. Captain Marvel. Oh, Hill? No, Hill wasn't a, sorry, Hill wasn't there yet. It's early Fury. Yeah. I thought she would have been there, too. I mean, we got Coulson. We got Coulson. Coulson was younger. He really didn't have an active part. He didn't Which do I enough. guess... I mean, watch Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and I guess you got your, your, your Phil Coulson. Sure. But is that still going, by the way? Yeah, it is, actually. <laughs> Don't know how it's doing, but... Apparently I mean, they're in space, and I would hate for them to bring it back around. Oh, God. Right. Anyway. <laughs> you know, so, so, I mean, it's not, it's not far beyond a doubt to see where... Where they can make their... Where they can make their money back. They have a lot to pull from, like you said. They but do. They also have. The, the more you pull, I feel the more you're going to lose grasp on something, because with as big of an IP as Marvel is, yeah, you can seriously miss the boat. And quite frankly, with the way that Captain Marvel turned out, with the way that Star Wars has been coming out, we're going to talk about that real quick. <laughs> it's it's scary. Like there, it is a possibility that they probably bit too much. I mean, they came out with Avatar World. Okay. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I mean, agree. It, it, it's cool in concept, but I mean, do we need another Avatar? No, we um, don't. I think the do... first one summed it up real good. I, yeah, I'm happy with that. It's another like Avatar. In the end, bookmarked. Yeah. And now we're going into apparently the oceans and then the skies, even though technically we're in the skies of Pandora in the first one already. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I, I haven't looked into it too much either to really care. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, oh, cool, I, I guess. Exactly. You were doing more movies that nobody asked for, apparently. That's the business of our Disney. Like, That's oh, the we business probably for pull from it. All right. <laughs> Thank you. I get Which Thanks. I remember Nick dug into, what was it, for Elite Battle Angel? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was just like, oh, was he credited? <laughs> he wasn't, that son of a He bitch. wasn't, God. <laughs> <laughs> what a punk. I know. But um, 
Anyways, speaking of Star Wars. Oh, all right. Go here we go. Mold, Are we going to do this? Are we going to do this? It's on the it's on the list. It's on the slate. Let's do do it. we want to do it? Do we want to wrap up? Do we want to wrap up Marvel because we got we can still talk about Endgame. What's there before we go? Before we jump into I, this I, whole Star Wars thing, there is rumors going around. I honestly, like, once the first trailer came out, and be like, "This is all I need," because all the other ones were just like another line to this. Oh, now we see Thanos, yeah, in blue, um, or like in some blue light because right. he's using the Tesseract to do something. I guess oh, no, someplace. the Bifrost. Looked yeah, like. it looked like the Bifrost. Yeah, because the Tesseract only opens portals. We'll see. Anyways, um. Yeah, I'm kind of ready, ready for it to end. Ready for it? Yeah. It's like, you know... I have a feeling... I just have this gut feeling that this is going to be the... This is going to be the chapter closed for the event. Not even the chapter closed. No, we're not even closing the book because there's still more stuff coming. I think what this is is you have your first volume, like in the comics. Like, this is yeah. volume one yeah. of Avengers. Mm-hmm. Here you go. You're gonna put that on the shelf. You're gonna hold it there for a while, and it's still gonna be it's still gonna be important. Okay, reference back to this after whatever else comes after. Oh, who was it? I think Kevin Feige officially decreed this like the Infinity, the theme. Infinity Saga. Yeah, the Infinity yeah. Saga. I was like, okay, I guess we need names because the Skywalker Saga is now coming. Well, it's place. not even that. It's just because like in. It, in the com- and this is what you have to realize like in the comics too. yeah there was infinity what you was had it? infinity Inf- war and infinity then you had infinity gauntlet. gauntlet and then infinity watch yes and then there was infinity watch so i feel like infinity war and infinity gauntlet were coming up to infinity watch now this should so, be this should be so technically this yeah. bookmarking of the infinity saga is kind of moot should be on the shelf now yeah but this is it but we're going into the Infinity Watch, so technically it's what is this? The big epilogue, kind of like at basically. the end of Red Dead Redemption. Yeah, basically. Ugh. Or you could keep playing the game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's one of those things. I mean, it's bittersweet for me. I'm I'm ready for it to end to see what's coming next. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm sad to see it end. Yeah, I mean, it's it was you know, a nice like, it was a nice block that we had. Yeah. You know? It's and just been the last twelve years of my life since I was twenty. <laughs> Damn, that's a number. <laughs> wow, I didn't think of that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. The last 12 years of my life have been basically watching these movies. 2008 was when Iron Man came out. I graduated three years earlier. I graduated high school in 08. Wow. So you were 18. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> I feel like I need a shower. It's time to end it. <laughs> And that's what Brie Larson said. Oh God! I think I delivered the line better. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna finish it. Oh People God! People don't forget. <laughs> All right. No, I really forgot that line. I didn't. <laughs> I didn't even remember it. <laughs> it uh, Avengers finish game. <laughs> no, <laughs> no uh, thank you. All right. So. So yeah. Going from right, uh, chapters go. ending on one end of the field Bug- to buckle up because I have a feeling this ain't gonna be pretty. Or maybe I don't know. I don't Honestly. know. Uh, I, I re- so what, we're going to talk about. You're going to take it over from here. I'm going. I'm. De- I'm deferring to your judgment on this one. <sighs> Do I even have one? Do you? I mean, because I thought you would be definitely more. I. I. We. I had to stomach 
The Last Jedi. We stomached The Last Jedi. Okay. And and I think we talked about this too. Yeah. This movie should have been called The Last Jedi, mm-hmm. and the other one should have been because Rise, of, Rise of the Skywalkers. Even though I'm hearing like rumors from that cast members a... that it actually makes sense, which I don't see. I how don't it see does. how. It... <sighs> all right. I'm ready. Let's do it. All right, it's you. It's all you, ladies and gentlemen. So we are Luke. going to be talking about. <laughs> Star Wars, yes. The Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. Uh, I I'm There's so glad that I have other priorities <laughs> on that day. <laughs> Cynthia tells me he's like, just see it the day, just see it, let's see it on Thursday. They'll give a Thursday premieres. Oh, they're always. Good. And I'm just like, no, I, it's gonna give me a bitter taste in my mouth, and I really do not want that <laughs> going into my wedding day. So, for my sake, and for your sake, and for the sake of our marriage, (laughs) the first day of us being married, I do not want to be tarnished by this. I want to live in some ignorant little blissful bubble, because literally... Return of the Jedi was the end of this. No, no, it's like, I'm living in this bubble because, one, I have better things to do that day. Um, And then secondly, it's... Oh, there's just so many things. Let's that are... pick a point and we'll start from there. Jesus. All right, let's go ahead and pick on the thread that maybe we shouldn't have gotten this new trilogy at all, the way that it has all unfolded. Right. All right. If it was a retcon at the helm, if we were in the writer's room, okay, and literally, we would have written out, we would have done it Zach uh, Zach Schneider style, write out the next five five movies. Yep. All in one city before we even start filming. This is how it's going to progress because I know for certainty they did not do it. <laughs> they did not because Ryan Johnson took the torch and I said this time and time again. Oh, yeah. My name is Ryan Johnson and welcome to Jack <laughs> That is literally what is going on. And apparently he is now going to be sitting down with the Game of Thrones writers for the next for the next trilogy. I would have fired him after I saw the numbers for The Last Jedi. Yes and no. I... So the credit to Ryan Johnson, Godzilla was good. okay, right? Godzilla, Godzilla, okay. Godzilla was good when Godzilla was in it. <laughs> Touche. Touche. And that about sums up to my next point that you that he pulled Brian Cranston. Yeah, for twenty minutes of screen time, Not barely twenty. That maybe, uh, maybe, maybe twenty minutes. Yeah, I mean, I would say a hard, a solid fifteen. Yeah, twenty is pushing it. Mm-hmm. And then like Aaron Taylor Johnson, who was kind of like just a fly on the wall, Basically. except for the part where he had to flip a switch to start the nuclear bomb on a ferry, <laughs> which had no tangible way of you getting to minimal safe distance on time. <laughs> I digress. Fact of the matter is, it was standalone. We had no precedent. It was fine. Yeah, exactly. So, I want him to do his due diligence with the Game of Thrones writers, who apparently know how know a thing or two oh, about yeah. tying literally like Everything. eight years, nine years of story together. Together. Granted, of course, yeah, George R. R. Martin had a big hand, but towards the end of it. They completely diverted from the book. Right. right now, we are in completely new waters. Yeah. You watch Game of Thrones? 
No. All right. Actually, don't worry about it. So, no, no, no. That's why yeah. I'm just agreeing. I'm agreeing to what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The things I do know, mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, I get it. Yeah. You think, and so they did. They know a thing or two about making a cohesive storyline. Of course, grabbing at things that that made sense, bringing references back from literally the first episode Which is to better. the first episode of season eight. It's like, all right, so we have this. We have this writing squad with the direction of Ryan Johnson. I feel like as long as they work cohesively as a unit and reflect back on if they are going to pull from the old Republic, which rumor has it they are. That's what they. That's what the thing is. They can't i would trust the uh, i would trust db weiss and company a lot more than if i if it was just ryan johnson one movie <laughs> another movie and another movie yeah. like i am really hoping they're going to give it that justice to flesh it out because what we got i mean all right this new trilogy literally would have made it would have been infinitely better had there been no First Order or Resistance involved. If it was just a standalone, Ray's out here, there's Kylo being trained by Luke, yeah. right? And he gets corrupted by the dark side and starts going on a warpath. You could allude to a fact that he's going to try to do some sort of faction rebellion or something like that right? to bring about the rise. But the fact of the matter is we've gotten, oh, suppressive government, resistance force. Yeah. For too long. <laughs> Get over it. Yeah. All right. They right. had the canvas to set up Ray and Kylo and Luke, and you would have had a fitting end to. It would have played out like, like a really adventurous rom com, I guess. Yeah. But it, it would have been more of like a character development in that sense, as opposed to more plot driven. You know what I mean? There we go. And like the characters themselves would be the ones that's driving this, not right, this whole. Right. Oh, we got to move away from this forest order. At the same time, let's try to figure out who my dad is. Right. Let's try to figure out <laughs> Kylo's paternity issues. Right. And what the hell is a Snoke anyways? We don't care, said Ryan Johnson. <laughs> and it doesn't matter. Exactly. <laughs> and so if, the thing is, it's just like, ah. It, it, it just... I would, like I said, the, the only good thing about The, about the Last Jedi was the interaction between Rey and Luke and Kylo. Right. Because that was probably the only thing that made sense. Everything else was kind of like, wait, so they got discovered, they're running away. Why didn't they plan this before? Why aren't we on the same page? Are we going to go kamikaze on the capital ship? Right. Why not send a drone? So, <laughs> all right. Uh, apart from all of that. Uh, yeah, it's... I literally now with the with the trailer has given me more concerns than it gives me hype. Yes, we get to see Ray and I guess Kylo's starship duel. Uh, whatever um, that is. I'm sure they're going to have something big in mind, but honestly, why didn't Kylo shoot from a thousand meters out? How I think more... he really wanted the satisfaction of, uh, what, what is it? Roadkill. <laughs> All right. No. <laughs> there are literally, science will dictate, physics dictate that is impossible. Uh, All right. Were they just, okay. Keep going, I'm sorry. I'm just kidding. I'm so there's sorry. that. The only cool thing I liked about the, about that was all right cool we could see ray vault 
over the TIE fighter, which looks like she's going to run her lightsaber across the, the, I the thought that's, through it. That's, right? where that, that's headed. All right. That's cool. Want to know what would have been cooler? Her deflecting TIE blaster <laughs> shots. Well, that's just me. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Completely agree. Mm-hmm. Or, Completely agree. Or, or. Stop the star, starfighter in its dead tracks. Ooh, that just been like epic. use a force grab and literally just smash the thing in, and yeah. just like Kylo gets ejected from it, and that then do the cool. and then do the and then do the duel, and then the duel light, and then the epic lightsaber. Yeah. Scene. But <laughs> I digress. We're not at the helm. So, yeah, we're not at the helm. Didn't give us a didn't, didn't give us the nobody gave job. us a call. No, yeah. <laughs> nobody even put a posting that hey, we need decent writers or yeah, someone exactly. who actually has. Nobody called. No, nobody not, not did. even a bat so, signal or yeah, anything like seriously. that. Seriously, <laughs> retconproject at gmail <laughs> Send us inquiries. Exactly. We are available for hire. Exactly. <laughs> for free. I don't <laughs> care. We will do it for. Just no, give us a credit. Don't, don't say that. <laughs> okay, AJ's not available for hire. I am not available for free. <laughs> But the fact of the matter is, all right, the only thing I was excited to see, yeah, we saw Carrie Fisher and Ray embracing. That's going to be a tearjerker moment. Yeah. Uh, another tearjerker moment was seeing Billy D. Williams back in the, in the, the, in the, in the Falcon. 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 I was just that like, cool. my man, yeah, <laughs> that was cool. That was, that, Billy's that, back, baby. <laughs> <laughs> With the same yellow cape, I know, with yeah, the same thing. Like he hasn't aged a damn day. <laughs> uh, what the hell have you done to my ship? <laughs> Your ship? <laughs> Wait a minute. Sorry, huh? <laughs> R.I.P. <laughs> yeah. But like, it just like from there, it's just like, all right, I can kind of get behind this. All right, swoop bikes. C-3PO holding on to a mask. That of, was funny. And it's like, he's not freaking out. Maybe yeah. he was. Who knows? Who I'm knows? still We're waiting for him yet. to roll up in Chewbacca's bowcaster. <laughs> that would be funny. Oh, man. Die, Rebel. Die, Jedi guards. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> or watch, like, R2 just hardwire. It's like, oh, it turns out he has a, he has a, <laughs> he he has a combat protocol here. <laughs> And I was like, oh, to help mom around the house and those pesky Tuscan Raiders. Yeah, kill switch engaged. That'll be interesting. Oh, my God. I am not constructed for combat. <laughs> Die. <laughs> but, anywho's, the biggest thing was just like, why, Pal- why Palpatine, though? Everyone's saying it's Palpatine. People are saying it's not. But I know Matt Smith was on set, and oh, yeah. he was slated to play Palpatine. Yeah. So whether or not they're going to do a throwback to it, maybe. maybe. But again, when have we ever gotten flashbacks in any of the Star Wars in the Star Wars saga? We never have. In the cinematic Star Wars saga, except in, in the newest trilogy. No. Not even to... Not even to advance the plot or fill in plot holes. No. Yep. No. Well, I don't know what we got. Another trilogy. <laughs> we got a whole trilogy. Basically, you fought with my dad in the Clone Wars. New trilogy. <laughs> That's what we used to get. Yeah. That's what George Lucas gave to us. And I, yeah, I we give him crap all the time. It's like, what were you thinking? I mean, you know what? That was our childhood. Yeah. And it was. Now. And when Episode One came out, we all lost our minds. And pod racing, man. And pod racing. Pod racing. Pod racing was that They. I remember somebody had mentioned that pod racing is supposed to be making a comeback in this next one. I hope so. 
I saw those swoop bikes. I'm not impressed. No. If those no, are no, like, no. Oh, wait, look, pods. No. That's not what no. it is. Oh my god! Why didn't they bring back the pod racing in Kanto bike? That would have been fitting. That would have been because cool. you still would have gotten the. Or you don't need pit droids. You have child labor. You can still inject <laughs> that in there. All right. They still use child labor to feed whatever the hell those horses were. Oh yeah. And yeah, and then doing the pod racing. How cool would it have been to just like zip out in a pod racer? That would have been cool. Then you would have seen like old man Sabolba just looking back or something. That would have been cool. Yeah. I don't think he would have been alive. But anyways, I digress. Fact of the matter is, is that Java's this... brother or something like that. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> oh wait, didn't they allude to that in the Clone Wars? I don't know. I'm not animated sure. series. Maybe Java had a brother, and they literally had to do like a rescue mission. He was like this little worm thing. It... Anyways, I don't know. <laughs> uh. So. I just feel like they've introduced way too many plot elements. With too this, many new ideas. Too, too many new ideas. Too many new faces. Too many what? Where the hell have you been, Lando? Yeah. Too many what's now going to happen with Leia? Too yeah. many Luke's really not dead. Too many why is Kylo Merkin the Knights of Ren? And Palpatine somewhere in there. And yeah, and there's a crash in here. star. Uh, there's a crash Death Star. Which how, by the way, uh, the only thing I could possibly think of that did not look like that was no moon. That was not Endor, unless the unless it crashed on. Where Endor were they? Where were they outside of the la- in the last in uh, Return of the Jedi? They were outside of Endor. Endor was the orbit. It was was the, the closest orbiting planet. No, it was a moon. The moon of Endor. The moon of Endor. That's I don't right. know what the planet was, but. If they really want to just be like, ha, take take a middle finger, old trilogy, what if in the fallout of the Death Star crashing onto Endor, the bigger turned- chunk came down and literally annihilated the Ewoks? Which, I think would, of it, because uh, they walked up to it, it was desolate. Yeah, it was. Nothing. It looked like volcanic rock. I'm like, is this yeah. Mustafar? No, that's an ocean. <laughs> All right? Uh, it, and I'm just looking at them, just like, this is either Endor or the planet it was orbiting. Right. That's a good trivia question. What what a... planet was Endor orbiting? Yeah. Well, shit. I thought it was just Endor. <laughs> Stumped Not... me. Sure. <laughs> no, you know what? Let's Google this really quick. There we go. Your screen went black. Yeah, it's probably still recording. No, I know we're still recording. I just want to make sure. Wake up! Grab a little brush and a little makeup. There it is. There it is. All right, cool. Oh, crap. Text Fernando, Michigan? No. <laughs> I, don't Fernando, Michigan. I don't know. I guess that's what Google picked up. <laughs> <laughs> what planet was the moon of Endor orbiting? According to Wikipedia, Fandom, Endor, also known as Tana among the Ewok species, was the cyan gas giant planet orbited by the forest moon of Endor. The name Endor was also sometimes used for the forest moon. So what was it orbiting? That's not really an answer. Hold up, hold up. Endor, also known as Tana, was uh, is a giant gas planet orbited by the forest moon of Endor. The planet itself was less well known than the moon. Yeah, I know that. Oh, I guess the <laughs> planet's also called Endor? Oh, okay. So it's Endor and Endor. The moon of Endor and then the Endor. <laughs> we got Thank- lazy somewhere. Thanks, George Lucas. <laughs> You named Admiral Akbar literally because, oh, what's 
what because Admiral Akbar's name uh, my 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 cousin told me this he, he studied uh, he studied uh, Arabic uh-huh. right he stayed in Egypt for anyways I probably shouldn't disclose it <laughs> now he used to work for the State Department that's oh okay that's, that's all we're gonna that's say that's all I'm gonna say that's it CIA something something no CIA. names no names something no something nothing. CIA State Department Egypt whatever <laughs> anyways uh, I'm gonna have to 86 that <laughs> so it's gonna be a yeah, just the long <laughs> Just do the old color screen. Yeah. <laughs> just static. Yeah. Or, or it's like, we will be right back. Dun, yeah. <laughs> anyway, so he told me that, yeah, George Lucas literally was really lazy in writing his script. Not only did he pull, like, a lot of ideas from history and what was already existing, apparently, Admiral Akbar, he is the highest admiral in the Rebel uh, Alliance right. fleet. His name literally means highest. <laughs> Akbar, uh, Akbar, right? Allah Akbar, Allah Akbar literally yeah. means God is the greatest. <laughs> and so there is nothing greater than Akbar. Right. Hence, Admiral Akbar. There's nobody above Akbar. And what do they do? Kill they, they kill him off in a byline. I'm not getting into that. <sighs> I'm disappointed with this thing. The Force Awakens, cool because the hype behind it was yeah. real. Yeah. That's what I lived for. We saw the lightsabers come back. Lightsabers came back. We, we were... saw we, we saw Poe Dameron just murking shit. Yeah, that was cool. Uh, seeing the seeing finally the... one of the best, another great pilot too. Which yeah, was awesome. We found one who's not who's not, 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 for, <laughs> not force sensitive. Yeah, exactly. Thank just you. a good pilot. Yeah. <laughs> and and yeah. Yeah, I mean, it would have been nice to get get a Rogue Squadron, probably. Rogue Squadron would have been epic. And just see Wedge Antilles take the helm and get a cameo from Luke every now and then, but... Because he was in the game. He was. Was in the game. Uh Uh-huh. And then we could finally get Case and Moore. (laughs) That would be interesting. Uh, Where was I going with this? Oh, yeah, and uh, Rogue One, for obvious reasons. Plot driven, character development was at a minimum, but it was good because you know why? They it tied direct. No, it tied directly into the first. Thing <laughs> oh yeah, it tied directly four. into four. I was like, this I like. Are you behind deploying the garrison? <laughs> yeah, it was great. Why don't you deploy more movies like that? Yes, I know what I said. I didn't want a plot driven movie for the, for the next three <laughs> trilogies, no, for the next three movies that we had just gotten. But it's because you established good characters, recurring characters. Oh yeah, you're not gonna go into major character development if you're gonna know if you know they're gonna die <laughs> at the end of the movie. So true. Having said that, I would have much more rather had more fleshed out character developments. In which case, yeah. Go ahead, throw Palpatine at us. We would have cared. We we would probably be a little bit more interested. Yeah. But now that how one again, where were the A wings? Because I know I saw an A wing get shot I down. I saw an A wing. I saw an A wing. Where were those? <laughs> where were those? Granted, okay, yeah, they're now at the outer rim where Lando's been hiding out. Probably. <laughs> it's probably where Lando's been. And again, back, like, we only saw the A wings come back in. I think we saw them at the tail end of Empire. And they were... No, they were in Jedi. Yeah, no, they were in The Last of the Jedi, but we saw them come out. We saw the A-Wings premiere with the B-Wings. Oh, yeah. In the, the formation 
Uh, oh, like when end, we first saw them. We first saw them. Was Empire Strikes Back. Empire Strikes Back at the end. Yeah. And they were just in formation, and the B-Wings somehow showed up. It's like, okay. And then they had more of a role Never in... was a fan of the B-Wing. Really? Never was a Those fan. Those things were flying fortresses. You did not play the video games too well. Though. I didn't play... I played... Okay. I played... Um, B-Wings were armed to the teeth. I, but I, I, play, I played Rogue Squadron for sure. Uh-huh. I never played anything past Rogue Squadron. Rogue Squadron 2. Didn't play Rogue Squadron 2. B-Wings wrecked face. Seriously? They, had, they were armed to the teeth. They weren't fast. They were like as slow as the Y-Wings. But so they're they, bombers then. No, no. They were full assault vehicles. Yeah, like that's strange. Uh, yeah, no, like so, like they had like cluster missiles. They had like proton torpedoes. What? They had ion cannons. They had like they had as much. Oh man, no, they were like they were armed <laughs> to the teeth. Like yeah, your Y wings were your were, were your fighter class bombers. Right. The B wings were basically like frigates. Technically, <laughs> should have been well if they're going that route. They should be their. Uh more or less like their interceptor fighters. No, the A-wings were the interceptors. They would have been their first a- they would have been their first line a- because of how fast they were. The X-wings and the the X-wings and the A-wings would have been their first line. Yeah. If they got past that, it would have been the B-wings mm-hmm. to hold off and make sure that anything else and then Y-wings are basically your last. B- <laughs> well, B-wings basically is to soak up aggro and literally obliterate anything right, else that right. comes in the way because you need to pave the way for the yeah, Y-wings. There we go. Wow, we are such nerds. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're just bad. We just know how it goes. We know military formations, which apparently <laughs> no one in the writers' room said, "Guys, this is unpractical." <laughs> Why are you going to take the juggernaut, the the dreadnought cannons, fire at a base that you know is empty when the rebel, when the resistance <laughs> fleet is in it's front of that you? That way, <laughs> it was like, oh, get it, <laughs> general. Do you think? Focus on the focus on the empty bases, sir. It sends a message. <laughs> I don't know. Anyways, what what message is that? The fact that they leave no stone unturned. I guess. I guess. No. What they want to destroy bases for no reason whatsoever? I mean, they went after a cantina simply because they True. had rumors that a droid was there. <laughs> In which case, I still cannot fathom the fact that how do you want Pull resources to build a moon, a planet base, a planet base gun. Yeah, and basically to have all the rest of the armatures to not only upgrade Tie Fighters, <laughs> but to build new Star Destroyers. I, I don't know. It just doesn't make sense to me. A lot of the movie doesn't make sense at this point, and I hate it for that reason. And this I do is, hate the, it. The, as well. the, like I said, that overarching plot. That looms over the character development, which could, like, which is held together by shoestrings right now. But not, I would say threads, not even shoestrings. Thread. Yeah, I you are, you are, you are seriously. As far as Star Wars goes, and as much as, as, as long as Star Wars has been around and the story that has been told, you are hanging on by a thread to losing your fan base. Mm, I would say most of them are gone. There are just people that I would are... okay. I will agree with you. Most of them are gone. No, actually, no. I won't. I won't agree with you. I will say there are your loyalists who will say that the first six movies are the movies that that will end end all be all for me. That's it. I will. I will add to that, saying that there are the loyalists and there are the purists. Oh, okay. There we go. That's yeah, a good one. The purists are the one that are 
kind of like just trash talking everything. Oh yeah. Like I will go on a limb and say as much as I dislike the new trilogy, <clears throat> it had its moments and the character development for the mains that we've gotten so far true have been somewhat cohesive enough for me to still root for them. But at that point at this point I think you're rooting for an underdog. Because no. you, because you, because we brought this out before. Ray Ray's not an underdog, though. Well, That's shouldn't be. She shouldn't be. She's I'm talking just bit... about the movie in general. Oh, I'm not even talking about the mean. characters by oh. itself. I'm just saying, as far as what we have as a fan basis mm-hmm. and what we're seeing being put out. Yeah. So as far as seven, eight, and then coming up on nine, nine. here. There is. Like you said, you have your loyalists, you have your purists, and then you have your just everyday moviegoers. You newcomers. Know, who or become, newcomers. Yeah, who newcomers just come into like, this. oh, you know what? Star Wars is good. Yeah. Well, well Star what? Wars has been good since the 70s, genius. <laughs> yeah, okay. You you can't. You it was cannot, a classic. It's but I will always no, been a classic. I will no way say that the acting chops on that or anything like that. Is I just still like, have, oh, I have, I literally to this day, I have zero complaints about the first four movies. It's classic. That uh, it, it, it it shines a light on my heart as a classic. It is in no way an uh, Oscar wor- an Oscar oh, uh, uh, no Oscar performance, <laughs> Oscar contending. No, if or what it was. You're talking about a New Hope, Empire Strikes Back, and Return of the yes. Jedi. Mm-hmm. Okay. It flowed. It told the story. There are well, okay, all right. Yes, it did. But there are also like between four and five, there are chunks missing. Between there are five pieces and missing, six, which is there are chunks missing. What is which is what the books took care of, which yes. is why the books were written. Uh huh. But since it is no longer canon, it doesn't matter. So, to that point, I feel like the Last Jedi, for where it picked up, it exactly literally. After the destruction of Starkiller Base, okay, should have been prolonged a little more. Oh yeah, like there should be more of a gap there. I would completely agree. With I that. would have been more complacent with the fact that they have retreated to. Oh shit, no. <laughs> Did we just realize something? Yeah, because if I would have fast forwarded to, they retreated to. What's the name of the crystal rock planet? Oh, um, where they were. Um, oh, crap. Starts with a C or an S. Yeah. I forget which, which one it is. You know which one I'm talking about. I know about, which one right? you're talking the about. La- the, the last stand planet. Right. I've, I, all right. I just realized I'm eating my own words. If they would have flash forwarded to that, guess what? You're starting exactly like Empire. Yeah. Like and how did they get? How did they get to? Uh, yeah, uh, not only how did they get there, but literally, it would almost have been shot for shot. Like how did they really? get to Hoth? Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. It's like how do they get to Hoth? Where is the shield generator? Okay, granted, yeah, there's no shield generator, but now you have armored attats, which are like four times bigger. Yeah. Which how is that possible? <laughs> <laughs> you have you read in the new Star uh, Star Tours? No. As, as, since all right, so since the Last Jedi came out, they added a new cinema to it, a okay. new cinematic to it, where you show up on Jakku. No, not Jakku. They that that one is that one exists. All right, this is pissing me off. What's the name of that last? Where, where's the, what's the name of that crystal planet? 
Oh, where they fought the big ass attacks. <laughs> Crystal critters. They called them Vulptex. Are the Crystal Critters? <laughs> Game Crystal. Freak is gonna want to have a word, guys. <laughs> that is crate. What was the name of the planet? Name of the planet is Crate. Started with a C. Crate. Crate. How's yeah. it spelled? C R A I T. A I T. A I T. Not crate like loot crate, which. Shout out to Luke Crate, JJ. <laughs> <laughs> Not doing that again. Um, so, yeah, it would have been a shot for. Oh, yeah, so Star Tours. Yes. You show up on Crate as your Star Tours, right? Right. You're going, you're zip, you're, you're right. You come out of hyperdrive, and amazingly, you don't crash into the planet, per usual. <laughs> Um, and so for your standard yeah uh, so you're getting chased by TIE fighters you get disabled and you crash and you skid along the 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 salt right and they missed like salt water at you so it smells like salt oh okay yeah immersion (laughs) and so you're sitting there it's like oh we're at the last scene of the last Jedi right and you see the big huge ATM 6 is coming at you and then Glee Hall uh, Donald Gleeson shows up on screen as Admiral Hux Uh and he's like oh he's like oh Star Tours he finally decided to show up and he turns off screen he turns off camera to off camera he's just like eliminated and he cuts off and like oh we're about to die (laughs) and then Next thing you know, like R2 fires up the engines and then you're, you're dodging traffic and things like that and you right. fly upwards, but then you stall out or something like that, but you come back and it's just like, R2, what are you doing? He flips <laughs> out the guns and starts firing down at the ATM-6s and it's just like, R2, the, that armor's too strong for blasters. And he hits those obnoxious gas tanks on the back of him and it just erupts in flames. I'm like, all right, that engineer is fired. <laughs> How do you create... How did you mess that one? How did you mess that up? It's not like, all right, we built in a flaw into the system. No, that is visible. Everyone, everyone, a part of that QA process should be fired, okay? That they signed off on that. It's like, all right, let's just put them on the back. It's not like they're going to get around us anyways. They got around us. They got around us. (laughs) And guess what? R2 took the high ground. (laughs) Boom! (laughs) Yeah. Anyways, there are a lot of inconsistencies with Star Wars, and I uh, wish that we can go back, overhaul it, be like, let's make a little bit more of a. Let's make some tweaks, shall we? Yeah, just a bit to make it more plausible. It's just, and that's I think that's the biggest problem with it is the fact that it's just tweaks. Just little bits here and there would have little made bits it, here and there would have made, made it in- tolerable. Yeah, I would have say I would even go out and say make it infinitely better. I'd get, I'd, Cut I'd agree this, with you. trim this, exclude this. Take that out, add this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I completely agree. You know, I just overhaul it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's reboot the, this, last, it. this last reboot trilogy. Reboot 7, 8, 9. Do reboot it. 7, 8, 9. We'll call this the Legends. The le- kind of like how you did it with our other stuff. Yeah. Extended Legends. Yeah. Or not. I don't know. But it is... Uh... It is... It's I'll I'll go as far as this. It it is sad to see where that the only reason we are seeing these movies is to bookend it. Is to bookend it. We want to see it. We want to close the book on it because we because we chanted from the bell tolls. (laughs) 
for years we want seven eight and nine and that was the idea that we had forever mm-hmm. was there's more to this story it does not end with return of the jedi right everything after as far as literature goes gave us that yeah we had the it held we us had over the, we had luke's order which luke's made, order. okay Kylo Ren, the Knights of Ren, that seemed to make sense, yeah. and then they took a hard right somewhere because money. <laughs> I, I don't even know if it was that. I don't. Who know. knows? Like they could have drawn from the books a little more. They could have drawn from the they. If anything, I wish they would have gone the route of uh, the Vong War. No, no, not so much that, but like as far as. Ben and oh my god Ray no what's his sister's name in the books what are the ben two kids Solo. Ben Solo and and Blah um, I remember I forget her name my no not Myra not you hold on I I'll look this one up this one's on me because I brought up the point so let me look this up real quick Jason. <laughs> no, I'm dead serious. J A C E N, Jason Solo. Huh? I think that's her name. No. J A C E N Solo. Pretty sure. I don't know how I just remembered that. Let's see. Let's see. Padme. No. Kyra Padme Solo is her name. So where's Jason Solo coming from? Where am I drawing Jason from? I don't know. Yeah, Jason Solo was Han and Leia's. Jason and Jaina Solo. Huh? Jason and Jaina Solo were Han and Leia's uh, two kids. No, their kids. It was Ben was one of them for sure. Who are these people? This was in. Now Ben Skywalker, maternal first cousin. Ben was Luke's son when did Luke have a son Luke had a son with Mara no yeah this is all news to me yeah this is the new Jedi Order series Legacy of the Force with uh, Darth Cadius Uh, oh hold the phone Jason's other familial connections as well as cousin of Ben Solo, Kylo Ren from the latter alter mix timeline is a part of this history. Oh, so this is an alternate. Oh, sh- yeah. So Jason, so no basically, Jason was Kylo in this sense. They mixed Jason and Jaina and gave us Kylo. So that's Ben why Solo. Ben Solo. And not Ben Skywalker. And not Ben Skywalker. What if Jaina is supposed to be Rey? Son of a bitch. I knew it. What if Jaina is Rey, man? (laughs) 
In which case, what does Palpatine have to do with any of this? Palpatine's got nothing to do with it. I honestly was pulling for the theory that Palpatine was uh, Ray's father. Ray's father. That would have been that would have been awesome. Because that they would, would explain why she's so damn so force sensitive. <laughs> yeah. If you think of it, the only other person that was so crazy sensitive for was him Luke. Was no. Who was uh, Anakin? The medical oh, yeah, was yeah, off the yeah. chart. That's the only throwback. It's not like he exhibited any sort of crazy force powers at an early age, other than being able to pilot a... I guarantee you, they're crossing timelines and characters here. They cannot cross timelines. They have to. If they cross timelines, I'm walking out. I'll walk out. Jesus. I'll walk out with you. What are they going to do? Bend the timeline? They will. Uh, you know it's going to happen. Oh, no, no. They can't. They can't. How? Why not? Because it hasn't happened before. Why would they do it now? Because. Just because. <sighs> What if it happens? What if it happens? Then it's gonna happen. I get. Then literally, they the the literally. Then I would decree that Star Wars ended with Episode Six. I I would agree I with would you. Decree and it bookmarks it. End of this. The books this. are the only thing that continue on. And yeah, that the yeah. books would be the only thing that continued the Skywalker story, I and that this. This is just some other this, series well, that we, we got. What we just saw is just another run yeah. of what happened after. So I am excited for the next run <laughs> of what, was, what else was supposed to happen. Call it Galaxy 2. I don't <laughs> care. We have plenty of Earths. And then we'll come out with a Star Wars Crisis of Infinite Galaxies. <laughs> All right? I'm okay with that. We'll do a multiverse for Star yeah. Wars. Why not? Oh, man. You know in a hundred years that's going to happen. More than likely. And then we'll end up seeing these extended legends come to life. More than likely. And then, oh, we're going to open up a rift in the universe. Oh no, the Yuuzhan Vong came through! Oh god. And Palpatine was correct all along. Empire was, Empire did nothing wrong. Right? Ay, ay, ay. This is too much for me. It is. I, at which point I'm just like, you know what? I'm, 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 I'm sad to see Star Wars go the way it has, but at least we have what we had. I, I honestly, um, I'm not excited for the Last Jedi, uh, for for the Rise of Skywalker. Neither am I. I'm just like, all right, let's see it to bookmark it. It, it's sad because we had such high expectations for what it could have been. Oh yeah. And what we were, what we were, what we were accustomed to seeing, but no. Instead, they cashed in on Avengers. I guess they pulled their A squad for that. Oh, they did. Which I'm surprised they didn't let J.J. Abrams touch it. Which... I wouldn't be surprised if he would be in a more cosmic realm. If that, well, I I wouldn't be surprised if they if they gave him Fantastic Four. I'd see that movie. Ooh. I would definitely see yeah. that movie. I was gonna say, yeah. Think about know. what think about what he did with Star Trek. I would say look at what he did with uh Super Eight too. And look at yeah, exactly. Look what he did with Super Eight. He literally created a character who said nothing. Yeah. <laughs> and so It was basically a badass version of E. T. <laughs> Yeah, Steven Spielberg was behind it too. Yeah. 
Those kids will never be seen again. No. What was the last thing Ellie Fanning did? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, what was it? That one failed gangster movie by, by, uh... Ben Affleck? Ben Affleck. <laughs> uh, boy, I was going to say Ben Solo. I'm like, what's his oh name? God, it's right there. Yeah, ben and apparently Affleck. that was his passion project. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. We touched on that. We like, touched on that. He was so butthurt that it flopped. Oh, that it that he wanted, he, That was the catalyst to him wanting to drop out of Batman. He's an idiot. I was just like, why? Oh. <laughs> That's something had, we're going to have to cut. Argo? You had the town. Oh yeah. What do you mean the, the this the, this gangster movie was your passion project? Yeah, okay. Everyone has their nice little pet projects, but if you're gonna cash in, Batman, man. Oh yeah, definitely. Batman. I'm just I'm pissed that Matt Reeves isn't wasn't on board with him being Batman. I think it was mutual. So I had a feeling out, he wanted Matt out. Matt was like, "This is what you're giving me to work with." And yeah. And they just left. Uh, it's so sad because I, I have a feeling that his Batman would have been epic. That his Batman just would have been like one of those... He was a good Bruce and Batman in Batman vs. Superman. As much as we did not like that As movie, much as we hated that movie, the best parts of that movie was, were Batman. Yeah, and then... And then Justice League happened, but... Yeah. We all know what happened with Justice League. It's, well, I mean... Yeah. I, don't, I really don't feel like jumping on the DC train right now. Yeah. It's not something... We'll you saw Shazam. Oh, I did. How was that? All right, let's do this. <laughs> let's jump on the... Like, you don't want to jump on that? Go! <laughs> we're like uh, we're like Rowan Atkinson on, the, on, uh, rat, on Rat Race. Just jump into the, into the train as it's moving. Um, I did see Shazam. So um, my idea of why it did so good is because it was more of a Marvel movie. Don't <laughs> <laughs> me this. It was the most. It was MCU, the best. <laughs> D, it was the best MCU DC movie yeah, we ever got that we've ever seen. Um, Zachary Levi is as much as I. I, I don't get me wrong. I, I I really like the guy just as an actor, and then seeing him on outside of how he interacts with fans mm-hmm. and stuff like that. He seems like he is just like the most legitimate, down to earth, sweetest, coolest guy you would probably yeah. ever meet, mm-hmm. and that kind of sold me on the character for him. So I was just like, okay, cool, because it was relatable almost. It was sense. almost relatable. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, I was yeah. just like, oh, okay, because my entire time I had always been like, I really wanted to see John Cena be Shazam. I really think that he yeah. has like that kid kind of mentality oh, yeah, to absolutely. him, to where it would have been like, dude, you could have portrayed a fourteen. You're old in a grown-ass body. Yeah, and not like, only that, you're yeah. literally pandering to that demographic. Exactly. Right? Like, this is your, like, these are your people. I'll throw a couple of Fortnite references. Oh, you yeah. Got a blockbuster. Oh, <laughs> it would have been huge, you know? And it, overall, I, I took my wife to go see it. Uh-huh. My wife didn't like it. No? <laughs> no, Anne hated really? it. She was, she was, okay, so Anne is not prone to jump scares or seeing monsters a lot in movies uh, or anything like that. So when uh, statues started coming alive and red eyes started glowing, she was freaking out the whole time. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, oh my God. I'm like, have you not seen it? Like, do you know what this is about? You know like, what? We're staying at Nick's house tonight. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to no. haze this out of you the hard way. Yeah. This no. Is, this is going to be child's play to you after <laughs> nights, at, nights at Nick's. Not five nights at Freddy, yeah, one I night know. at Nick's. One night at Nick's. So it was, 
it was it was good. Okay, but like I said, it is the best MCU DC movie I have ever seen. I see where you mean by that. And the lighthearted, the upbeat kind light-hearted, of Lighthearted, very much family kind From of From the get-go, driven. I said, this is going to be a family movie. It like, is. Like, this something to bring the kids, everyone's going to enjoy. Now, the thing I did, the most, the thing I most disagreed with was how many characters they introduced into this movie. Really? Yeah. I thought Who it was, well... Here, okay, here's the thing. We got I Shazam. I, obviously. Mark Strong, not playing Sinestro. That's interesting. <laughs> yeah, right? Um, so, later on, uh, I, I, I know very little about Captain Marvel, a.k.a. Shazam, whatever. I know that he has other people who help him, too. Uh-huh. And, uh, or who all have this same type of power. And, uh, there's... The idea that this was supposed to be his intro movie, uh-huh. you know, like this is kind of like, and then the other thing is too, is that I was talking to somebody on Instagram and all right, I left a comment on a page on Instagram and I was like, the movie was kind of, it was good, but it wasn't really what, you know, what we should do. There were plot holes and stuff like that. And I think Warner brothers has bigger, you know, bigger problems to fill, like making a better Superman movie, getting a Batman movie going, you know, and I had kind of referenced I referenced to the idea that your three main hitters right now are Wonder Woman, Aquaman, and Shazam, and your two biggest characters in the DC universe are absent. Are gone. Yeah. And a lot of people got mad at me for that. They're like, well, this movie was so good, and all the other movies. I'm like, I'm not talking not about g- the movies. <laughs> yeah, the I'm movie talking about fine. the characters. Yeah. You know, you have you, your two most recognizable characters across comic history. Basically, or your three, your top three will be Batman, Superman, Spider-Man. Yep. Those are your major three. Everybody knows who they are. You don't even have to read comics to know who they are. The thing was that in this movie, not only did you get Shazam, you got all of his co-stars too, which is all of the other people who have the same powers as Shazam as well. All of the other... All his brothers and sisters, Uh right? So... They're the ones who are endowed with this power. This is a spoiler alert, by the way. Okay. So this is kind of what happens towards the end of the movie. You know, there's these seven demons who come out and Billy Baxton's fighting all of them. And then, you know, the voice comes from over here. Your power can be shared, blah, blah, blah. You know, or he's just like, oh, well, guess what? I'm the, you know, the grand wizard now. So you guys all get powers. Because and I'm that like... That is a very deus ex mind. Oh, Oh, man. Completely. Completely. So, I'm sitting there, and I'm like, you couldn't have just stuck to one character. You had to introduce seven. Why? And, and like, the way it did, like, literally at the last minute. And they did it at the end of the movie. Yeah. Well, it's just, like, the the wizard before Mm -hmm. Billy Baxton was the grand. That's who was the voice who came in, you know. This is what it was. And it was just like... It was Warner Brothers doing what Warner Brothers does. And yet, it was still somewhat of a movie that I was just like... I could see why people liked it. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, too... That I didn't Deus like Ex it. Machina thing yeah. would have been too It's just like, just like... Uh, why are you doing this? Focus uh, on one thing at a time, if please. If you would have at least like alluded to it or had it like been an overarching theme... 
like to yes. the point where he like it clicks with him towards the end. Like yeah, it like, clicked within the last ten minutes, ten to fifteen minutes of the movie. Well, that's the thing is like the voice had to tell him in the last ten to fifteen minutes. Yeah, that's not like he I'm, got so, it. That's not know. what I'm. That's not what I was pointing no. to. No, was, exactly. I completely understand. It would have been like oh my god, it's like are, you play Bioshock Infinite. Yes. Uh, snuff uh, snuff the child in the crib, and it ends up oh Booker is Com Comstock. Yeah, he needs to die. Yeah, <laughs> that kind of thing where it just like yeah. comes in, it's like wait. Oh my god! And then you recognize it yeah. as you're being drowned. Yeah, <laughs> something like that. But then again, that was a blockbuster right. game. <laughs> exactly, that was the best one of all time. Exactly. So, so it was just it was it was good. It was good for a DC movie. Oh, spoiler alert for Bioshock Infinite, by the way. <laughs> if you haven't played Bioshock Infinite, they're like, what are you doing? Yeah, exactly. What are you <laughs> doing with your that, life? That game is like now five years old. It is. It is about five. Years it old. is literally a rite of passage to <laughs> nerddom. Homework tonight. Play Bioshock. <laughs> Play Bioshock Infinite. Rewind. Pretend that you never heard this episode and watch this episode. Or whatever. <laughs> uh, I don't know what I was grabbing at there. You know, it's um, it was a good movie. I'll give it that. It mm-hmm. was good. It was entertaining. Kept me there for most of the time, other than my wife latching onto me every thirty and <laughs> thirty seconds. So, so entertaining. Seven out of ten. Uh, I'll go. T- I'll go six and a half out of ten. Oh, a six point five out of ten. I see you're undecisive. Not necessarily. <laughs> I mean, I'll get, I I know what the movie did, mm. and I know I, I know enough about Shazam to get me by. I don't know why they decided to go this route of introducing so many characters in one movie. So I think it was now. I think it was an oversaturation of characters. You know, it wasn't like something that, and we will probably forever go back to the idea of how Marvel did it versus DC did it mm. instead of just plastering everybody up on the screen you know you do it slowly you kind of introduce these people kind of one at a time yeah. let it be kind of a journey yeah think not it, just it, like a yeah. bull think, yeah. think of this what if avengers infinity war just came out yeah <laughs> and basically what if it just that? happened it was just like oh <laughs> iron we got an iron man we got a thor a captain america infinity war yeah whoa the phone wait a minute what <laughs> what are these stones <laughs> Loki's alive. <laughs> the glove? What is this? You know, it's kind of Who's that purple guy? Yeah, exactly. Like what is happening? You know, so I mean yeah, it's 6.5, six and a half out of 10 out of, out of 10. I mean would I recommend to go and see it? I would say sure if you have nothing else to do. Why that's, not? That's a hard no. Yeah. I'll only see if it's at a dollar theater or at a $5. There you go. If it's in the dollar theater or a $5 theater, go see it. It's worth it. You know, but paying fourteen bucks to go see it? No. <laughs> you had mentioned there was a Superman cameo. Oh. Uh oh. <laughs> I struck a nerve. How? There was a conflict schedule scheduling with this. It was probably the stupidest thing I've ever heard. If it had to be a beard, they probably didn't want to do another CGI budget on it. Wouldn't even matter. Give Superman no, a not beard. even. It wouldn't even have been that. It wouldn't even have been that. He would have been already done. That movie was already done with. By the time this movie would have been into filming, and by the time uh, that cameo scene the, needed he, to be he's done, he's doing The Witcher. He's got a beard for that. It's fine. <laughs> When's The Witcher coming out? It's still in production. He's got plenty of time to grow a beard back. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Uh, I don't know. It's ridiculous. They could have. They could have done that cameo so much better, and yet. They decided just to put this. That was the cameo. 
And it was literally, hey, I brought somebody with me. <laughs> pans over. And pans over. And no, no, it wasn't even pan over. It was step into frame and a cutscene. Was that the end credit scene or something? It was the first end credit scene, yeah. Uh, there was two of them, and there's a second one, but... I, you know, honestly, I'm not going to see it. What is it? Oh, God, I didn't even remember it. Sinestra, did it have to do with the Green Lantern Corps? <laughs> oh, God, let's not even get into Green Lantern, because that's a whole other thing. And apparently none of these movies are connected now, so what does it matter? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man you know everybody wants to do this whole stat now, now i think dc's thinking like oh everybody's got to have a standalone thing nobody's connected whatsoever you guys are all idiots if you think that that's gonna fly like we had said it before they need to take their time with it and now they're just like you know what everything's disconnected i'm like okay not what we were asking yeah, for. Not, no, you guys went complete. We said stop. You went completely the opposite it's direction. It's like, all right, we'll stop, but keep going. It's like, <laughs> oh, cool. What is this? Stop going. Hey, yellow light? Le level no, out. Red. No, we're going underground. <laughs> You're good. You're good. You're good. <laughs> it's so oh, true. God. You know, but we've, we've, we've been on that topic for uh, years <laughs> oh man it's so, not gonna change no it's not gonna change so uh yeah that's that's about it i say we wrap this episode up because yeah, we yeah, got i think we're about good we're about good uh the next time we convene hopefully all of us have seen endgame yeah which we got plans for that or you got your i am already? going uh first thing friday morning camping out if i need to to get tickets so it'll be a little bit of a later showing Did i want to say get them online uh i hear pre-sales sold out already you can still reserve your seats so day of i'd probably be able to do it i don't know have you tried i would really feel better i would really like i would feel secure in just going down there and getting them you know, like we're all sold out. Apparently, they had to add showings. Like there, yeah. like I got a buddy of mine who reserved his tickets for four in the morning. Just like, oh really? Yeah. And I was oh all wow. Like, Dog, I'll wait. Yeah. <laughs> I got uh, I'm not about that. Life. I got responsibilities. <laughs> I got a job. No, if we if we do if I do get tickets for opening day, this is theoretical here. If I can get it for opening day, it'll be about I want to say about nine thirty. Nine nine thirty. Yeah, probably open at like ten or eleven would be for showing. Probably ten Friday, something like that. Which why did they wait till after spring break? You want to know how crazy that would have been? Oh, they're opening it on Friday. I'm I'm actually surprised that they haven't done uh, Thursday showings. Thursday showings. They did it for Star Wars. They I I okay. I literally would not be surprised if as of next week Monday they go hey movie's actually opening on Wednesday. <laughs> I want to know everybody no, people will riot okay? oh people will riot they'll be like well then forget that they're yeah exactly and they want to be in the know oh yeah and uh yeah well was... apparently what because where is the movie released already the movie's released in it's out other places right oh, or is it opening it is here first it is opening here first oh okay good thing <laughs> yeah 
Please. Well, apparently, like, what? There's a massive spoiler out there right yeah, now. Yeah, there's a huge spoiler. Going. I've been avoiding everything. I, like, I, I, I've barely been mm. on Instagram. I haven't checked comicbook.com. Mm-mm. Nothing. Mm-mm. No, you know, my, the only my, thing my, I reposted my, was the was the letter from the Russo brothers. Was yeah, just like, do not. Do not. Yeah, I haven't checked the retcon at all, except for just now to rip through to see if there was any of those. Yeah, to see if there was any of that in But there. otherwise, on my personal one, I only have EDC things. Like, oh, yeah, like that's all my Discover feeds. Like, all right, cool. Let's look at sets. Yeah, see, my pro- my problem is is that I am just... Your it's personal all page. Com- yeah, all. my personal page is all comic see, stuff. And I'm uh, like, that's where, that's where you did wrong. Yeah. I see. keep all the comic book related stuff on retcon. <laughs> I keep my lives separate no no well because i don't want any crossover accident well, because the other thing too is that i use my i use my ig page for comic books and stuff like that too so i turn around and i sell yeah, stuff off yeah. my like, off yeah, of my yeah. ig so i can't just not have it on there that makes sense so you know so for me is there's a there's a small little bit of lucrative business that i have to have going on there speaking of business what's that nick made a proposition about opening our own comic book shop online it would be that was me Oh, what? Yeah, I wanted to. I said, what if we did a comic book page Comple- to where we could sell stuff? Completely doable. The, the uh, Wix site allows for e commerce pretty easily. Oh, sweet. Yeah. And I mean, to be honest, just throw a link, just like do like a blog link page yeah. to like your eBay profile. Which I have. And then just, we could just hawk it from eBay. That way we could literally sidestep Wix, Wix site. Because think of it, it's one-off, right? So you're, yeah. you're, we're not selling, like, inventories of things, right? No. So if it's one-off, we could just do, like, blog posts and update blog posts and just, like, update the blog posts to, like, the title to be, like, sold. And you could just op- operate by, like, new releases and tags and things right. like that. We could totally manipulate the blog option on the Wix site to push the, to push the eBay stuff. Huh. So. We would just have to find out where we'd be getting books from. Oh, I thought you were going to sell your stash. I can do that too. But where the the thing the idea is see here's the here's the thing is because I have the idea to do an online comic shop. I re- I really want to do it. Like it's at the point to where like I'm ready to go start looking at loans. <laughs> oh, whoa. Okay. You know, so we're I'm going to need to secure that LLC. That, that LLC. Like right quick. <laughs> we're going to need to rebrand you know, because I'm pretty sure they'll come after us for that logo. Yeah. So it's going to be, it's going to be like one of those things to where it's just, because as of just over the last couple years, kind of getting to know the selling points and the ins and outs of this kind of like how you sell books, how you shouldn't sell books, mm-hmm. you know, properly priced you know, uh, certain issues and stuff like that too, because, and, and I think this is a lot of thing. A lot of people get into com- oh, comics can be really expensive. No, what's expensive is your key issues. Yeah. Your first appearances, your number ones, your, uh, uh, introducings, you know, all of the variant covers too, right? Variant covers. Now variant covers have become popular since maybe since it, probably within the last 15 years. All right. Uh, everybody's kind of like, a, <laughs> somebody told me, so I went to, when I went to LA Comic-Con, everybody, somebody, I, I walked up to a guy's booth and he was just like, the first thing he asked me, he's like, what are you selling? And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, what are you talking about, man? I'm like, I'm here to buy. What are you, what are you selling? What are you buying? Yeah, you exactly. Selling? You know, like a trench coat with a bunch of wares. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Like I was, I, it really kind of threw me off because at cons, I never thought I would hear that. It's huh, just like, yeah. it, what? 
what am I selling? Dude, I'm not selling anything. I'm here to buy stuff. Like, what are you talking about? I was like, wait, should I be? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Let's get, that's kind of what I said. And I'm like, what are you, I, I'm sorry, are you looking for stuff? And mm-hmm. he's just like, I have too much stuff. And I want more. <laughs> and I just kind of laughed because the guy, the the gentleman I was talking to, and I forget his name, man. He was such a cool guy. He gave me a really good, he gave me a really good deal on, um, on a Secret Wars number seven where Peter got the black suit for the first time. And uh, he's he he was trying to get rid of all of his modern books. So modern books span basically from. 1990 till present. Oh Jesus! That's so modern? <laughs> yeah, that's considered your modern age books. Sorry, I'm thinking like like uh, watch uh, the the uh, Doomsday Clock. No, those modern book modern books. Okay. Yeah. So um, you know your golden age is from basically your you know early, you know your mid to <laughs> your mid 30s to your fit to your late 50s and then you know into your golden 65 and, the and then you know age. like yeah silver age and then bronze and then. You kind of, and then you get into your modern stuff, and then so, you like your copper and your brass, and then yeah, well, well basically, like this should have been your copper. No, yeah, this like should be the chalk age. level. Uh, yeah. <laughs> basically, yeah, this is dirt level stuff. Dirt. <laughs> earth, <laughs> the earthen age, <laughs> earth two or so. <laughs> so what's popular right now is that getting away from like the age section or the the ages is your variant covers. Uh huh. Which uh, artists, and especially when you have high caliber artists who have been drawing for a long time, you have your uh, your Todd Newicks, your Scott Campbells, yeah, a lot of these, your Greg Capullos, everybody mm-hmm. like that, Rob Liefeld, all of these artists who have either created characters, created stories, created uh, uh, the ideas and designs of characters. Now that's what people are looking for, is. And it's very much like I always compare it to the stock market because it's very much uh, like yeah. you have to sell when the book's hot because yeah, if you yeah, don't, yeah. you're not getting anything yeah. for it. And when you do, you hope it stays at that high, mm-hmm. you know, because it can dip at any time. But at the same time, too, does it recover cost after a dip, though? It might. Maybe. You're, you're so rarely. Though. Rarely. So if you rarely buy the dip, that's you're, you're not doing good. You're not doing good. So it's kind of just you gauge the market. And the fact that the movie's kind of bringing characters that introduce mm. that's where your spike comes again i see because there's a demand for it Especially because like then there's a the demand first for appearances it. yeah back in the 50s oh when yeah shazam used to be called captain, captain marvel. marvel yeah gotcha exactly so you see all these things like i saw a book uh it was uh astonishing tales number one first appearance of spider-man and Wait, like ever ever signed Ooh. by stan lee graded what? at cgc at a, like a i think it was like a 2.0 Oh wow! The guy went low. Yeah, it's it looks like garbage. Nine thousand dollars. Get out. Nine thousand dollars for that book. How much would a nine be then? Exactly. Like you will not like those types of books. Those astonishing tale books, uh, detective comics, action comics, anything like that. You're look. You're looking at graded. Graded. (laughs) Yeah, it's graded at a two. He said he's willing not not to go below seven nine i'm here i i the the post said i am willing to hear offers above seven thousand nine hundred dollars and i'm like insane i i basically go to cynthia and be like i could get you this engagement ring or for like 
or give you this comic book. Yeah, which one do you want? That's basically what you could have done. Just be like, how are we going to fit this on your finger? <laughs> You're just going to walk around here like this. Like, uh, like a yeah, basically good luck club. Like, yeah. Proud of your daughter. <laughs> <laughs> I got Time Magazine with her, with her face plastered. Yep, there you go. down the street. <laughs> you know? So it's, it's very much one of those things. And the idea was kind of coming from... Uh, just because, like, and I think I've talked about this before, you see kind of the rivalries and the nitpicking from your local shops, and just uh, like, oh, I don't deal with that person, or I don't like that person, or oh, yeah, oh they don't Nick have says shit. like, oh yeah, I don't deal with Hulk. Like, I yeah. keep like five for my regulars, right? But and like, that's the lady it. across the street is just like, people want this. I yeah, get it exactly, exactly. You know, and here's the here's the thing. I'll give you a perfect example. I saw I have the new Immortal Hulk run that Nick's been raving about and uh i'm not that big of a hulk fan yeah so i have no i have no personal tie to hulk whatsoever and i had issues one through 16 with all the variant covers and i was just like i took it to frankincense and i'm like i'm gonna see how much i can get for it so me i don't i don't gouge and i don't start high i go middle and i will take less you know because for what i paid for the books is not what I really think is fair to charge more. Mm. So I'm like, all right. So I go to this one vendor and I'm like, he's like, what do you got? And I'm like, I have the full Immortal Hulk run. Two of these books right now are going for about 180 bucks each. Two single issues separately, $180 each. So I know so you're looking at off the bat. 36, you're like 360. I'm looking at 360. So I go, I tell him, I'm like, here are your keys. They're all Alex Ross covers, which Alex Ross does super mm. hyper-realistic drawings right, right, of right. comic book heroes. And those are the two covers that are going for a lot of money. And near mint condition, never opened them. I always read the other issue, the variant copies, because I didn't want to ruin the Alex Ross covers. And I told him, I'm like, I know what these two are worth. And his buddy comes over and he goes, are you selling those? And I'm like, yeah, I'm selling them. And he's like, how much do you want for them? And I'm like, well, I know what these two issues are going for. And I know for a fact that, especially with the comic guys, they'll be like, I don't know. Kind of, I got to make a profit. Shut up. <laughs> are, we, are you going to make a deal or not? I see your walls here. You can make this money back. With five sales, if need be. Yeah. Don't give me this BS about. Oh well, I don't know if this is. Go- I gotta make one a- needs to. Yeah, I gotta. Se- I gotta make sure I turn around and sell it. You're gonna sell it. I will guarantee you. You're gonna sell it. You're gonna make your money back. So he goes, "How much do you want for it?" And I was like, "How much have you seen it going for?" That's the first question I ask guys when I walk up to them. I know what it's going for already. Mm-hmm. So when I walk up to them, I want to know if they've done their homework. Just. How much have you seen it going for? I saw a Mortal Hulk run 1 through 16 Alex Ross variants going for about $450. And I'm like, okay. So I have a base set line mm-hmm. and then I have room to negotiate. And since I have really no connection to a personal connection to the book, I'm open to negotiation. So I go to the guy and he's... The guy that I deal with, he's a big Spider-Man fan. Uh-huh. So he doesn't really deal much outside of that realm. All right. He very much likes to stick in the, inside the Spider-Man realm. So I told him, 
I want $280 for this. It will sell. I promise you this will sell. And he's flipping through them. And that's when his buddy came over and started talking to me. How much you selling it for? And I'm like, well, it's up to this guy because I am dealing with him. And sorry, bud, I'm not dealing with you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and every, there was like four people around us. And two of his friend, two of these guys that I'm dealing with, two of his friends are right there. One guy's sell, trying to sell him other books. And he deals with me because he knows that I'm not going to try and jerk him around. And I'm not going to rip him off. Right. Okay. So I, he's just like... Make me an offer. Because that's always how he starts off with me. Make me an offer. I can't do that. I do not. You you should know going into this what you're looking at. Yeah. I, uh, I am automatically assuming you know what you're looking at when I pull out anything from my bag. So if you don't know, then that means the ball is in my court. But at that point, I have the decision to either be a huge dick or <laughs> I can be a, a fair guy. Uh. So... I tell him, so everybody's just looking at me. Like there's like eyes just back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And I tell him, I'm just like, wow, dude, I feel like I'm really under pressure here. What's up? And he's just like, oh yeah, sorry, man. Just everybody's here right now. And I'm like, come down here. I'm not, I'm not talking in front of them. So I take him down the way and he's just like, how much you want for it? And I was like, I will give you a deal on these and I'm losing money already. Okay. I'm telling you that right now I'm losing money on this, but I'm willing to, to do this because I know because one you're an okay guy. Mm. Granted, you ripped me off a few times in the past, but I kind of want cash right now, so here we go. I'll give you the entire run for two hundred and forty bucks. And he's just like, "Is it worth it?" Yeah, it's you have worth to it. Ask me. I'm if taking you, it somewhere yeah, else. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if you're gonna ask it, and I told him I was just like, if you're gonna really ask that question, I can go get more money for it someplace else. He's like, "No, no, no, no." Come on. And he's just like, 240? He goes, can you do any better? And I'm like, no. I could do 260. Yeah. <laughs> I can do I can do 450 if I want to. You pick. And he was just like, all right. He goes, what's your high end? And I'm like, 450. That's what these books are going for right now because of how popular and how much of a cult following the Hulk oh, has right yeah. now. You know, Al Ewing is riding the Hulk right now and he's doing a killer job. He's riding it basically like the 60s, mm-hmm. you know, more of like a horror slash comic where he only comes out at night and stuff like that. And he's just like, OK, so he goes, you promise this is going to sell because I'm going to put it up as a prize on my website. And that's when it hit me. I'm like, why am I not doing this? Why is retcon not doing this? Like. Me and Nick, and between all three of us, why would we not be able to profit off of something that we're all interested in? Mm -hmm. So it's just like, like the light bulb went off, and I immediately thought to myself, I'm like, online comic shop. (laughs) And I was just like, yeah, 240. (laughs) And sure enough, he goes live on his Instagram on Monday, because he does a, a segment live on Mondays, and he goes, I don't know too much about this book, uh, but I have one through sixteen here for uh, for a grand prize for uh, anybody who's uh, buying boxes right now, stuff like that, uh, his mystery boxes and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And when you you know you have something good, when you see that feed just start feeding up uh-huh. through all the hearts, and all the hearts start shooting up, and I'm like. I sold that way too cheap. 
You ate the entire run? I had the entire run. So the, oh, okay. Because I remember you said that each issue used to go for 180. Yeah. And you had two of them. Yeah. But you had the whole run. But I had the whole run. So like the number one, number two, and number nine are the big book are like the oh, okay. key books. Everybody, everybody, everything's happening in. You know, so now I still have it on my pull list. I'm debating whether or not to wait the next couple months and go. All right, well now I have sixteen through <laughs> sixteen through twenty five. Uh-huh. This one's three hundred and fifty bucks. You know, just to see what keep, what keeps coming out of it. So that is the idea, and that's kind of like where it came from. And then when I came to you and Nick with the idea, I was just like, this should be a relatively good idea. Yeah, if you guys are willing to part with it. I mean, I I'm definitely like, willing to part with it. I mean, that's the thing is like we could offer it as a prize, but I feel like this is like something to talk about offline. Yeah, this podcast. is going to be this is going to be off of the podcast. Yeah. And as soon as we get Nick back in here, mm-hmm. we'll definitely talk about it. So we'll have to have like a brainstorming yeah, session yeah, first yeah. before we keep doing this. And then before we uh, before we keep going. So let's wrap it up here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel like I need to go back and inject it just before we talk about our business. Yeah. Strategy. <laughs> so just cut right there. Yeah, just be like. like all right, right, I'll, we'll do <laughs> I'll do it's it. It's going to be a mid-sentence, too. Yeah, exactly. All right, we'll do the outro really quick because right. i got to call mine, too. <laughs> yeah, know, she's calling me. So, all right, everybody. Oh, well, thank you for tuning in to Retcon. Yes. And we will be back after Endgame. Yes. To tell you how that was. And uh, I will more than likely be in tears. <laughs> <laughs> so, as for now, unfortunately, like we said, Nick Moreno is not here with us tonight. We he will is, be back uh, this next one. Uh, this next one. Episode. All right. Well, so, all right. This is Jay. And this is Lou. We'll see you next time. Signing off. Peace.